This is a story for those who wish that they could truly read between the lines of the book they were reading and see the world of the story through the eyes of the author. For those who wish that they could make nonfiction from fiction. For those who wish that dreams were true. This is a story of a group of wayward friends who came together from the far reaches of two worlds to come together and to help make dreams reality. This is Hazeltown's story. Hello and welcome to Hazeltown Story, episode 19. Uh, we are almost at 20, um, which uh, is good, I guess, uh, the fact that we've almost made it to 20. Uh, and we are at the finale of the Every Breath You Take arc. Uh, this is going to be the last episode of this arc. Uh, so this is probably a bad one to start out with, uh, unless you are just here for the end fight, um, which that's what's going to happen. Uh, we're just left off of basically the Cygnus goons boat exploding, uh, and them swimming to the shore to recover and encountering our group and then being very mad. Um, so we are going to continue off there. Um, before we begin, uh, basically should again say, uh, this is the finale. So this is probably not the best one to start with. Um, the best one to start with would, you know, be the start of the arc. Uh, if not starting with the start of the series, although technically you, I guess you could kind of start without that. Um, but at least start with the beginning of the arc. Um, so, uh, with that, uh, we definitely still had the same group. Uh, we have Deathmaster 780 playing, uh, Bobby, a dragon sleazeball, uh, purveyor of many things of dubious legality. Uh, we have Carnival playing Yuhar Govnan, a former South Seas, uh, South China Sea pirate, uh, who is come to Hazeltown in Steinwald to get a better life for themselves and try not to do piracy things, um, which good for them. They just blew up a boat. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, we also have Torpotypus playing, uh, Aravia, the quote unquote chaos cow who is here, uh, to hit things with chairs at, as she usually does. Nonetheless, um, so that's kind of where we left off. Uh, basically, yeah, boat go boom. Uh, they swim to shore and they're mad. Um, and yeah, uh, a while back I said, uh, actually after this arc that, um, we were going to try some, uh, kind of experimental things and not have to deal with, uh, or not have our normal sessions. And we'd, I'd be able to do that at a weekly basis. Yeah. Turns out that writing stuff's kind of a little harder. So um, this is actually going to take a little bit. We're not going to have consistent episodes. In fact, um, starting um, this next set, next week, um, the week after that this is releasing, um, there will actually be a break in which there will be no new Hazeltown story episode up that week. Uh, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to need more time to write this stuff. Um, because I want to make sure it's actually good and not just stuff that is scribbled down fast enough so I can get you. I'd rather you get a week, an episode every other week that is good than one every week or every week that is not good. Um, and even then, even if I take two good weeks, that depends. Um, but yeah, hopefully the episode after this uh, should make up for the week. Um, I'll tell you right now that we are going to be looking into... Uh, kind of the backstory of definitely Rhapsody, uh, if not Lomi as well. Their backstories are kind of intertwined. Uh, so it kind of would make sense to do their backstories together. Um, 
so that will be not next week, but the week after. Um, so yeah, uh, also I would like to point out, uh, just to give you a little teaser of something, this episode, um, this episode won't entirely be the session. Uh, so, uh, if you want, make sure that after the session ends, that there will be, um, some stuff at the end that I'm going to, uh, take a stab at doing, um, in the style uh, for the kind of expository stuff that happens because at the end of the, the uh, play session, um, basically to do, you know, like here's what happened at the end. Uh, I'm going to try and do this in a certain style and hopefully that takes, um, because it's going to be the style that's going to hopefully, uh, go throughout the front or throughout, uh, the series. But nonetheless, um, I guess with that, uh, let's go All back right. in the session. Uh, so at this point, um, let's see. Uh, let me think. Oh, let me think. Um, give me the, um, yeah. So basically at this point, uh, you see them come out of the water. So basically there's a, a segment where you can tell that they are basically primed and ready to go, uh, but they have not quite fully seen you yet. All right. So roll initiative or. Uh, or do we get a surprise round first? Uh, uh, let me, let me try and think and remember how the rules go. Uh, so basically, um, let's see, how does roll initiative say here? I think that was vigilance checks. Well, it depends upon whether or not the situation, because one is, I believe one is vigilance. One is, um, uh -oh. oh, good. Is it disconnecting again? No carnivals having issues. Apparently. Mm. Oh, I just read those. They dropped out of. There so. we go. Okay. Um. Yeah, because it's either initiative. It's either vigilance or cool. Uh, whichever one's higher. Well, it's 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 depending upon the situation. One is if you yeah. are trying to uh, spring a trap, and one is if you are just walking into it. I believe vigilance would be the um, vigilance would be it. Uh, so I need to roll. So you all need to do a just a vigilance check. All right. Can I make a charm check before combat or no? Um, I would say that a charm check probably would not work. Mm. These guys are fucking rip shit. Uh, negotiations have broken down. Okay, what does what's cool based off of? Uh, presence. Presence. Well, it sucks for them. It's just raw vigilance, not any. Yep, it is raw vigilance. Fuck it. I'll roll first. I already have my dice ready. Perfect. Two successes with four advantages. Okay, so I have an advantage and two successes. All right. That failure with three advantages. Uh, hold on. Let me. Okay. Uh, so okay. So who all rolled what? I have two successes with four advantages. Okay. And I add. Net failure with three advantages. Yeah, that's As... Ah, yes, Aravia got the suck. I see. Yes. Uh, and then uh, let's see. Bobby has net failure of two. How many advantage? Three. It's still on the board. Also, and I appreciate you... your struggle to spell success. Yes. Uh, and then I'm gonna refresh. Three successes. Three suck. What okay. the fuck? 
Okay, so I appreciate how incredibly inconsistent your your notes are. Look. Okay, so Yuhar is gonna go first. Um then Aravia, then Gunabi, then, then Guna. No, actually, then Bob, and then Yep. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. Finally, it's time to murder. Okay. So Yuhar, uh you have an advantage. Or basically you are let me just judge from so you're not that terribly far away and you also have direct line of sight from the way that they um uh also i'm actually going to do one other thing uh let me do one thing real quick because i forgot to roll for someone uh let's see was it vigilance yes it was vigilance okay um look at your rolls uh let's see it's a sad roll. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna actually have to tie break that. Well, they they can't get it higher than that. So, wait, what's going on? Uh, I have to resolve a tie because Goon B is the same as. Uh, well, remember you have someone in the trees. Mm. Um, you mean three. Rhapsody? Yep. Why did you put his question marks? We all know who it is. Yeah, fine. I mean might be a mystery to the others, but like we know who it is. Fine. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to go wonderfully. Um, so, uh, Yuhar, you are within, I would say, short range of uh, these two. Uh, I'll take a goon, whichever goon. So just a, rem is so just a reminder of how uh, combat rules work. You have... Uh, you can either take a maneuver in an action, or you can take two maneuvers if you decide to burn two strain. But I think if you do that, you only uh, you can't take an action after that. Or actually, I think you can. I think it's two. It's two two maneuvers, or two, a maneuver in an action, or if you burn two strain, two maneuvers in an action. But at this point, oh. just Yuhar's gonna take their gun off of Cecilia and just at the nearest Cygnus goon and just take the shot. Well, so here's the thing. Uh, remember, maneuvers are not just movement. So you can uh, aim, assist. Uh, so here are your maneuvers. Aim, assist, guarded stance, interact with, interact with the environment, manage gear, which you already have your gear out. Now this mount, which you're not, or you can move. Or you can drop prone or stand from prone. Oh, then I'm going to take the aim and then shoot at uh, the nearest Cygnus goon. Okay, so you are taking aim, which I believe. So take, use a, uh, um, you are going to, let's see, you are, so you have two weapons, actually. Which one did you draw? Where are you? There you are. So you, yeah, you have your pistol precision or you have a submachine gun, uh, which I don't know why it's doing that because you should have your skill should be three for both. I don't know why it's doing that, but um, your pistol would give you an accurate bonus, but you do, uh, if you do want to do some machine gun, you can choose to do auto fire, uh, which basically that would increase your difficulty by one. And it would all, but if you, after that, if you have two successes, you can choose your targets. I'm just going to go with the pistol because I want to just go more directly with accuracy. Okay. Uh, so that would be, um, I believe, 
that is a easy check. So one purple? Uh, yes. Four successes. Okay, so you... Okay, so let me what check. What the actual fuck? Let me check to see how much damage it does. Okay, uh, so... This was decision, so it's six. Six damage, so you're doing ten damage to total. Yep. Uh, let me check to see what that does. Uh, oh, I'm gonna... Hold on, I need to open up Notepad. Ten so damage plus how hurt they were already. Yep. God, I'm going to open up calculator. Okay. And it was 10 total. Okay. So you you graze them, and you definitely score a hit, and it hits them basically in the shoulder. And you can tell that they were pretty beat up before, and now they are definitely, they're definitely hurting. Um, but they are not quite dead. They're still standing. Um, and with that, uh, that goes to your turn. So, Aravia, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know how Bull Rush works. I completely forgot, and there's no guide. Uh, out. Okay. Oh. oh, the guide is right here. I just got to flip a few pages. Oh, I didn't even notice it. Uh, so, Bull Rush, what basically that does is... Um, up, yep, here. Uh, Bull Rush. Uh, when your character makes a brawl melee light or brawler melee check, after using a maneuver to engage a target, you may spend uh, basically three advantage or a triumph to use this talent to knock the target prone or move them up one range band away. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, uh, you do also. I think you also have another thing that basically. Sorry, oh, that's not the right person. Don't you have? Um, you have reckless have charge reckless also. Charge, yeah. Which I believe that is a tier two. But as I forget how to rotate. Reckless charge. After using a uh, maneuver to move uh to move to or to after, when using a maneuver to gate uh engage an adversary, you may your character may suffer two strain to use this talent. Uh they then add two successes and two threats to the results of the next brawl or melee check. So basically you would gain two successes and two threat. Uh, which I believe also you have another talent because I'm pretty sure don't you have a talent that after you do that you gain like three success or, or like three advantage? Uh, I don't remember. Let me check. Uh, rush strike. Let's see. There's reckless charge. There's quick draw. There's sighting strike. There's tavern brawler. There's toughened. I don't. I'm I... on the right now. Nope. It's okay. blows. But... That's that's not that. Maybe okay. Anyway, uh, if you want to take that, you can. Well, regardless. Uh, so you are okay. also within, I would say, within short range as well. Yeah, you know what? Uh, let's just uh, casually chair the man. Okay. Uh, so uh, do you want to just do a single attack, or do you want to do a double attack? Um. I'd like to do a double, but I don't know. Okay. I don't remember what the difference is. I because I think with your dual wielder, I believe that the um since you're both going to be using brawl, I'm pretty sure that the result is negligent. And basically, okay. you have essentially you have linked one, so I would just roll it as you would a normal brawl check, uh, and that would be since you're moving to engage, uh, that would be, um, I believe that is average. Okay. 
Um, uh, I forget. Don't I get something uh, additional because of Tavern Brawler? God, I have so much shit and I didn't yes. keep track of any of it. So Tavern Brawler, yes, you get... Uh, so basically, that is what gives you the advantage. Uh, so that basically, uh, if you're using a, a thing, if you are using a... God damn it. Uh, I believe that is if you're using a improvised weapon. Oh, I just, yeah, I if I'm using it. an improvised weapon, which I have this chair, and I get an advantage to my... You, you, that was on the page, actually. Oh, whoops. Right up top. Okay. <laughs> right up top. Okay, yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so just get an advantage. Yep. Okay. Let's spin the win. I Five, fucking six, demolish six. that son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. So I'm just gonna go ahead and say, uh, you knock him unconscious. Uh, you basically brain him and he is down. Uh, I'm not even gonna bother having to count how much damage that did because uh, he had one health. Uh, and like four soak. So that definitely uh would do it. So you cheer him and he's gone down. Finally, some fucking fun. Which uh, was that? Uh, that was A. All right. Uh, so at this point, um, Rhapsody probably have gotten over here uh, while she was probably moving to position as you were doing this. Uh, so at this point, because goddamn, she has enough things to toy with. Oh, where are you? Where is your list of things I can do? So I did do one piercing damage as well. Felt that worth mentioning? Yep, yeah, that would have definitely. Oh yeah, because that would have that would have lowered his uh, soak already. Oh, hmm, hmm. Oh, that's right. I also gained an additional damage because of feral strength. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why I didn't even bother you. You would have killed him. Well, not killed him. You would have incapacitated him. Uh, them upside the fucking skull with a foldable chair. Let me. Oh, um, hmm. Just for funsies, let me check something real quick. Because with Rhapsody, we get to toy with, play with something that we normally don't get to play with, and that's audio magic. Now, what do I have to play with there? Because I could I could do dissonance, which is already pretty interesting. Uh, which dissonance is, let's see, that is a magic spell that for free, uh, when wielding a musical instrument, pick uh, your character may use this talent to make an average charm or audio magic check. Uh, for each success the check generates, uh, one enemy of the player's choosing uh, within medium range suffers one wound. For each advantage, your enemy affected by uh, dissonance suffers one additional wound what is her let's see what is her audio magic at uh it is at three uh i'm gonna do that um so yeah basically that's that's it right there okay okay well i wasn't as much as i was hoping but whatever uh so basically um as Aravia clubs the hell out of the other goon, uh, basically the uh, other goon that's standing there with his gun out, uh, basically he starts to hear a sound that uh, as he like hears it and tries to investigate where it's coming from, uh, the basically from what you can tell, uh, the sound must be doing something because he starts to grab his ears and just kind of yell in pain for a moment. And just kind of is stunned by what uh, he is hearing. Uh, 
which at that point um just can't handle post rock uh bob it's your turn or no 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 actually it is the goon's turn and leading here uh basically hold on let me write down what his health is uh he basically uh is confused because he sees a whole bunch of things going on uh but then he sees uh aravia basically like the chair uh with his uh basically chair's friend which by the way um since you took one threat uh i am going to say that you should take one string okay oh god whatever will i do yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my lord. Yeah, you, you can take 13 more strength. Um, Oof, my he, basically, he basically sees you, or like he sees Aravia just kind of club the chair and basically uh, just out of annoyance, uh, he goes over, he kind of rushes you and he tries to punch you. Uh, don't um, forget that I do have two defense. Yes. <laughs> oh which actually i just realized you know what it wouldn't have mattered um uh because yeah i forgot to have you enjoy take care your of it. fucking miserable rolls uh let me check what's your abilities okay enjoy pure fucking misery with those rolls yep yep actually i'm gonna make sure that this is not close enough okay so this this, this, and this, and need another one. Yep. And you're also gonna need the 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 other dice too. What other die? The purples. Don't oh. need purples. Oh right. Yep. All right. Welcome to hell, Bucko. Oh wait, actually. Up oh. there. Uh, do, do, do. Upgrade. Yep. Yep. Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Well, it he he would have gotten a triumph had he not missed. Mm-hmm. So he basically goes to try and swipe you, uh, and he basically misses. Uh so Bob. Yes. What do you want to do? Alright. Bobby will pull out his pistol. As he's doing so, he'll say to Byron too. He says to Byron, while well, pointing at a Sicilian, says, watch her. And, um... Bob Bean has fucking so pulled out So, one pistol. thing I would like to point out is because Aravia is currently engaged with the goon... Please, I'm afraid of commitment. If you try and shoot the goon and you miss... Or you hit a I'm well. Doing. Actually, actually, I just realized that would not matter because I don't think you can roll a despair. Actually, you might. Actually, no, you won't. Never mind. So I was gonna say, if you roll a despair somehow, um, you could potentially hit a Rabia. Yeah, but you would need to spend a point, and you don't have any. And I, I don't have any points. Yeah, fucker. You okay. played yourself. So never mind. Fucking Bob B and his goddamn pocket pistol. Yeah. But um, I don't know what check this is, but Bobby's going to level his gun at the goon and say, Man, you are outgunned. You are hurt. All your friends are dead or going to be. Surrender now. Uh, so that would be a coercion. All right. 
That's why he's not dead. It's just severe cranial trauma. Or whatever that means. This is the intimidation factor, you see. Okay, so... Cutting question. Uh, Cutting question, okay. What does cutting question do? Right here. Uh, Cutting question. Once per encounter, when using coercion skill check, you may use the deception skill instead. Ooh. Which means that... Which means that your smooth talker is now going to also take effect, because also we can edit that. Yeah, I need, like, instead of page references on my sheet, I need, like, descriptions for my but, skills. So the problem is the way that uh, Genesis Aporium dodges, like, needing all the books, is that's why they do that. <sighs> but but I can we can figure something out. So what do I get from Smooth Talker, a green dye, or a blue? Uh, well, that one, they won't take effect into, unless you roll a triumph. So basically, you're going to roll deception. Uh, so you're going to roll two, two yellow. Uh, and since this is going to be opposed against his discipline, uh, you are going up against... Um, let's see, what is, uh, what is discipline against? Willpower? Uh, as well yes. Power. Uh, you are going up against a uh, two reds and a purple. Holy shit. Boy. Alright, so how many... So actually, despair is possible. Uh, So basically, you have two yellows. Yes. And against two reds and a purple. Yeah, I would spend a story point here, DM. Uh, alright. Which, that would put you dead even. Alright. There you go. Uh, well, we'll still need the green. There, now you're good. Is it, are, are these the dice I'm rolling? Yep, that's the dice you're rolling. Yep. You can spend a story point, though, to get rid of the purple. No, we already spent uh, this. No, did you already? Yes. Nobody yeah, flipped it though. Up. There. All right, so no more purple then? No, it's you got a green. Oh, all right. Time for despair. Did you seriously just get the same exact outcome? Apparently. Wait. Wait. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, you did. So t- three failure, two success, one threat. And a triumph. And a triumph, which counts as a success. So um, I'm going to say that's, that's just a net negative. So, or it's, it's just a net failure. Nothing happened. Yeah, this, uh, was, this was an X. I accidentally touched it. Yeah, so basically he just kind of looks at you and just kind of growls. Grr. He is basically too high in adrenaline to care right now. Rawr. All right, uh, so wrapping around, Yuhar, your turn again. Just, Yuhar's going to take the shot. Okay, so another aim and another... Uh, so let me actually do this proper this time. Uh, so he... Uh, so put a setback die. Because he has one defense. One range defense, I should say. You can take the... Here you go. I put it on the table for you. Yep. And then Are how many... Two difficulty? Purple? Uh, the purple, uh, that's going to be, let's see, that's short range. I believe it's only one. Is it really only one? Yeah. yeah. Because it's short range. It's short range, and I'm using a gun that goes up to medium range. Okay. Um, let me just double check. Uh, range attack difficulties at short range, it's an easy check, which is one purple. Oh, actually, I could have had you just, actually, I just realized I could have didn't just remove the setback die, but whatever. Success with four advantage. So no one's rolled four ex- advantages, so we can make this a little bit uh, 
We can make this. Like, let me check your talents real quick. Uh, that's Bravia. Where are you? Do you have two-handed stance? Telepathy. So, um, let me just double check some real quick. Your pistol has a crit of three. Uh, so you can you can actually apply a critical uh injury with this roll. Um, so let me just double Let's check the. Yeah, let me just double check the damage. Um, finally time. Uh, so let's see. Um, it would be seven damage from coming to six. Seven four. damage. So he's taken three. So seven damage. Three soak. I guess four. Let's let's see. Let's see. Seven raw damage. Minus four. Wink. Okay. Uh, so yes, he is technically not dead yet. So you can imply a critical injury. Uh, so critical injuries the way they work uh basically if you roll past your weapon's critical damage uh or critical rating that means you can apply a critical injury that means you take well naturally we could still have had that so take these 2d10s and have one roll a little bit more left than the other uh because what you're trying to do is roll essentially a percentile die and depending upon your roll uh, various things can happen. So the one underneath, the one here by at, that's near the table legs, that's the tens, and the other's the one. Okay, so top is ones, tens is so this one's so this it's one are a uh, weird order, but okay. So this one is tens, and this one's yes. ones. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. That is third. Let's see. Okay, so it, it's plus one because it's zero to nine. Wait, or is it zero to nine or one to ten? It's zero to nine. Zero to nine, but it doesn't matter. So it's 30. So you roll the 30. Uh wait, what? Oh, right. It's in the uh, it's in the opposite direction. Okay. So um from 26 to 30 is a discouraging wound. Uh, which the description of that, and keep in mind that this is paired. Oh, actually, right. Actually, it doesn't matter because you are dealing with a rival, and if a rival gets a critical injury, it means they go and cut they are incapacitated. Uh, so, um, what that would do is discouraging wound, move one player pool story point to the game master pool, which basically what that means is you get a, basically this goes back in your favor. Uh, but, uh, since the, the classification of the enemy you dealt with, uh, you basically, uh, he gets hit and basically he crumples the ground. And so you hard does some ocelot, ocelot gun twirling. Nobody cares, Yuhar. Nobody cares. I care. I care. Man. Has there been any party members Ravi has liked so far? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so after all this, Toby comes swimming up and basically gets in and just basically runs to the aid uh, and basically is like, okay, so let me actually put the thing back. Where'd, where'd he go? Uh-oh. Where did where did the other goon go? Oh, there he is. Right over here. Okay. He got thrown out to sea. Okay, so basically they are now both out. And Cecilia is just basically like on her knees, just in complete shock. I'm gonna menace her with the chair. I'm not gonna hit her, I'm just gonna menace her. You're just gonna poke her with the chair? Yes. Okay. Um, so you do that and the, basically well, 
Yes, and Bobby will greet the uh, uh, Tobias and says, Officer, how you doing? Uh, Toby is like, all right, is anyone hurt? Yes, but nobody important. Yeah, those idiots over there, but, you know, fuck them. Uh, so Toby just kind of walks or basically runs over to them and basically checks up on them. And basically, he just kind of like after taking a look and basically just doing like some basic uh, thing, uh, he basically um, just kind of yells is like, they're still alive. Um, they're not in great shape, but they're still alive. I'm That's honestly great. astounded. Uh, Say, officer. Yes. Bobby points his finger at the, uh, the cult and says, why don't you walk these fine people back to their camp? They're very shook. And we got some work here that needs doing. Well, I need to make sure that these two are still... Uh, I need to stabilize these two. Because we need to... I, I would like to get some answers out of these. Uh, we need to haul everyone... Let's haul everyone back to the camp. Uh, and basically... Um, as we're doing this, uh, they see... Or basically, Toby sees kind of the others and just says, just everyone, just... I know this, like... I know this is meant to be secret. Uh, don't worry. Uh, I'm not here to hurt anyone here. Uh, and don't no one's getting in trouble. Narc, says the narc. What? What? What did you say? I said, don't worry, I'm not a narc, says the narc. But it basically, it, it, Toby just kind of ignores that. <laughs> it's just, just don't worry about it. Uh, everyone head back to the clearing. Uh, I will, uh, I'm going to stabilize these and bring these back. Uh, is there anywhere we can set these two down? Uh, which froze. This Rose large lake. Uh, Rose basically replies, uh, we, we can put them in the tent, uh, the chill tent. Uh, and then basically, after that, after a while, after all the hubbub, uh, basically, uh, let's say about 10, 20 minutes pass. And uh, basically, the two goons are on a bed. They're each on a bed. And uh, Cecilia is basically just laying in the corner or sitting in a corner right there. And basically you all kind of get back in the uh, chill tent. Also, Piper's there. there is still, Piper is still there. Uh, just still high off her tits. You know, I'm shocked there's nobody hotboxing the chill tent, but okay. Um, okay, so Bobby, are... okay, so basically, everyone, all of us are in the tent. Uh, and these everyone is just kind of sitting there. Uh, let's just say Rhapsody is kind of keeping the others company. Um, so you now have two goons. That are basically uh, after they've stabilized them. Basically, they are still now conscious, uh, but they are definitely incredibly weak. And Cecilia is still just kind of sitting there. All right. So who all is in the tent? The two folks: Cecilia, Bobby, Uhar, Aravia, and who? Uh, Piper. Piper, who is basically still coming down off her hive. Also, and that's it. Also, Toby. All right. Okay, so uh, who wants to start? Bobby. I mean, Aravi has just completely forgotten why they're even here at this point. Right. Between okay. the cheese and the violence. Okay, 
so basically at this point, Toby goes over to kind of fleece them of their things. And let me, uh, I mean, since they're unconscious, uh, it doesn't really make sense to check. Uh, basically from there, you see uh, they don't really have much identification on. And basically uh, they, uh, what Toby finds is that one of them has a key that has uh, a tag on it that basically has a storage unit placed on them on the tag, and also a um, a hotel key. Or each of them are carrying a hotel key. All right, I'll be able to look at Toby and says, "Are they stable?" Uh, yeah, they're pretty stable. Hmm. What a shame. In that case, I would suggest you vacate this tent. You may not like what comes next. Yes, Toby. I mean, it's not like I can arrest you for anything that's that we do in here. Yeah, they're dream crimes. They don't matter. All the same. Are you sure you want to see what comes next? Yes. Because mm-hmm. I, I may have questions as well. I'd be shocked if you didn't. Um, basically, at this point, Toby... Um, uh, Toby basically walks over to uh, Cecilia and is like, and basically kind of does that uh, thing that parents do in like the, the, cause Cecilia's just kind of sitting on the side of the table and does the crouch thing that you see like the parent do after Timmy lost the big game, you know, <laughs> that kind of crouch. And she's, and he basically goes, well, um, your friends aren't really going to help you right now. Um, Just like gets it was, his it was bad enough that you're being associated with, but frankly, as all we know is a white supremacy gang. Uh, they were, they looked like they were ready to uh, do some harm. Uh, so murder. If you would like to, um, avoid uh, joining your friends here, I would suggest and if you are as innocent as you say you are, I would suggest you do exactly what we ask and give us right answers. Uh, to which Cecilia just kind of looks pretty shook. Bobby will <laughs> examine the hotel keys or dirt for any markings on them. Uh, okay, so uh, Toby, uh, kind of hands you the keys. Um, do let's see what can I basically t- he tosses you the keys and let's see what can a check should I do or should you maybe knowledge society um you recognize the hotel uh either knowledge society or streetwise so I wonder if streetwise might make more sense but knowledge society also might work uh, and that would be a, I would say that would be an easy, uh, that would be an easy check. All right. Okay. Uh, so you can tell, um, basically, you know exactly what the hotel is that they, that these keys come from. Uh, um, let's say that, oh, CD dump on the wrong side of town. Uh, Let's just say it is a uh, discount. Uh, it is a rather cheap hotel. 
Uh, let me see if I can find, let's see, place names. Uh, not harbor names, hotel names. Do, do, do. Um, I, mm, how about, uh, God, some of these names. Uh, how about the Mellow Petal Hotel? The Mellow Petal Hotel? Uh, it was either that. Okay, one of these is just straight up fancy motel. Which one of these is the neutral milk hotel? I like that uh, fancy. It's a shithole. Oh, yeah, let's see. Uh, I will go ahead and hopefully that. Oh, that didn't do what I was hoping for. Um, but like seriously, Yellow Petto Hotel sounds like a neutral milk hotel cover band. Because yeah, I t- I typed it in Discord what the what the random generator gave me. Um, like Gentle Nebula Hotel or Lunar Plains Hotel. Uh, let me roll again. I do love fancy motel. <laughs> you know what? Let's call it fancy hotel. Let's call it fancy hotel. That's uh, Bobby cackles at the keys. <laughs> I recognize these. It's the fancy motel. Total shithole. Perfect place to go get high. Or have some. Yeah, I was going to say, it just sounds like the place to get high or one night stands. Um, you sure? Like, you sure about that? Bobby nods his head. I may have rested here there a time or two <laughs> if you know what i mean you shouldn't rest there well wasn't much resting so just like okay um do me a favor uh let's see uh can you hit uh hand me the keys again bobby hands him the keys uh and basically toby kind of just takes a look at it and basically just kind of really focuses on the keys and just kind of flips it over as i accidentally hit my mic um, kind of flips flips it over and basically gets a good view of the key. Um, let's see. Uh, if that's the case, also can you uh take a look at the storage key to see if you can figure it out? Uh, so basically just do the roll, do the same check. All right, you get my dice. Okay. Uh, so you can tell that um, you can you know exactly where the storage location is. Um. All right. Uh, let me check. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, how about, um, you basically can tell that it is from the common pond storage facility or basically common pond storage is the name of the place. Mm. And this, and what kind of quality is that place? Uh, let's just call it average. This here belongs to the common pond storage. Much nicer than the fancy motel. Uh, and then Toby just kind of puts his hand up. So, uh, here, can I borrow the key again? Bobby hands it over. Uh, and then basically he takes a look at that as well. And basically he's like, well, these are some good, it's quite interesting. Uh, so, uh, can you do me a favor? Can you give me, um, so all your friends are here. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give me a example of what these names are? Um, to which, uh, let me see. Uh, let me roll, have Toby do a coercion roll. Okay. I'm going to do one of each positive. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say, um, it's going to say two greens. Okay. Okay. Uh, I I would say that that uh, five successes, two advantages, and a triumph is. Oh, I just realized I 
I screwed that up. That's why. Ah, <laughs> uh, you did. Yeah, those should have been purples. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wow, that's a really good roll. Oh, that's probably because I screwed that up completely. Let's try that one more time. Okay, two successes, one with an advantage and a triumph is still also pretty good. Um, that's fucking destruction. Yeah. So basically, Cecilia just kind of looks up and is like, uh, points to the one on the left. Um. Basically, uh, let's see. Basically, to see it out. Uh, basically, she sees that. Basically, um. Basically, she says, "If I get if if I give you these two shipbags' name, will that get me off the hook a little easier?" To which Toby just kind of nods his head, uh, and basically says, "Okay." To left, Shane Barlow. Uh, Shane Barlow. Uh, UK. And basic points are right. Stuart Griffin, also UK. Whatever information... Look. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy fantasy name generator can only give me so much. Uh, You could have just re-rolled it. Look. It did not occur to you when you saw it until you said it. I'm missing Uh, something, aren't I? Uh, family guy. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Give me a second. (laughs) God damn it's why they had to be Stewie Griffin. (laughs) Hold on. Okay, real names, English names, English, British, male names. Casey Mason. How about Casey Mason? That works fine. That's fine. God. Casey Mason on the right. Okay. Um yeah, okay. So yeah, there those are their names. Uh it basically she lists off basically um their street basically their street basically all the information she knows about them street address where they kind of came from um and just to give you a uh and just to cap it off she points at herself cecilia houston uh i'm from wait oh actually i just realized something never mind um yeah cecilia houston um i'm from cecilia houston from uh let's let's say cecilia houston uh from atlanta georgia there i am you happy uh didn't go far enough uh so toby basically just kind of looks and is like basically gives a good look at all three of them and is like you know i think you did give us a good enough look um but truly at this point uh right side this promise doesn't matter just like, yeah, um, that does help us. Um, basically, at this point, it's like, you know, I think you've helped us out quite a lot. Give and, me a second. I've got one last idea I can do. Okay. What do you need, do you need to do? Psychic brain. Why? Brain. We have the yeah, information. Oh, we didn't have anything extra that we could have gotten? Okay, cool. That's uh, cool. Well, so we here's names, the we got places. So yeah, we got we got the names, we got the places. We also 
uh, since they didn't really do any kidnapping, uh, we also have storage locations. Okay, yeah, then never mind. I cool. Because I think it's just so gung ho about invading people's minds. It's a dream. It's fine. So at this point, I think actually, I think actually we have kind of all the information we need. After they had decided that they had all the information they needed, they decided to end the scrying session and review what they have found. Upon reviewing the footage, Toby had noticed that the keys had identifying marks signifying particular rooms at the storage unit and at the motel. Unfortunately for Toby, there was no way that this footage could be used as any sort of evidence, and there was really no way to verify if those markings were accurate. However, he did realize that since the storage units were public utilities, and as such, it was within reason to perform an audit to make sure what was stored there was following the rules of the storage facility. In, if it was being used by the Cygnus Group, it will most certainly not be, be within those rules. With that info and all the other info he needed, Toby thanked the group and walked out with the knowledge that he was either going to make himself look like a fool or a complete mastermind. An excerpt from the Steinwald Voice, September 12, 2070 AR. Steinwald Public Safety has detained three members of the White Hominid Supremacy Group Cygnus today that had been operating in the area. The three were captured at the fancy motel in Skylark after a short gunfight occurred between the trio and Home Guard members. No major injuries occurred on the Home Guard side, although two of the three suspects attained minor injuries with one of them surrendering to authorities. It is believed that the trio were involved in a series of crimes including kidnapping, assault, racketeering, coercion, and mass poisoning. A storage unit linked to the trio was found to be used as a holding cell for a Steinwald resident. The partner of the kidnapped had previously been assaulted by the trio and had received life-threatening injuries. According to a public safety spokesman, the person who had been assaulted is expected to fully recover, and the kidnapped party was recovered with only minor injuries. Both parties are currently cooperating with authorities. The kidnapping occurred during a meeting of the Cassiopeia group of which both the kidnapping victim and the assaulted were members. The meeting took place in a remote part of the Sapphires Lake National Park during the Reverie concert held two weeks ago. Our reporter Simon Hawk was in the middle of interviewing another member when wine was distributed to the members that had been laced by the trio. The wine had been laced with a sleeping agent, which had called, caused all who drank it to pass out. And when they had come to, they had found the assault victim in critical condition and the kidnapped person nowhere to be found. A missing persons report was not filed as members of Cassiopeia feared retaliation from Cygnus if the authorities had intervened. The Cygnus trio consists of temporary members to CSN territory with one coming from America and two others coming from the United Kingdom. It is expected that they will be charged as foreign invaders violating the 240 Foreign Invasion Act for acting on behalf of a supremacist organization. Until trial and sentencing can occur, they are currently being held at a non-disclosed correctional house undergoing correctional therapy. Due to the nature of the incident, the Sapphires Lake National Park will be closed to the public for two weeks to allow for further inspection of any potential spots not currently documented by local DPAS authorities like the one that the meeting of Cassiopeia had taken place in. Furthermore, boat rentals will no longer be available when the park opens back up. 
DPASS authorities are working with the Cassiopeia Group to find them better accommodation for their meetings and to help provide a safe space for their practices and rituals. The controversial group has come under scrutiny by some for its notorious use of drugs and various other materials during their rituals. This local chapter, however, is to plan to splinter off into a new group and work to become recognized as a re registered religion in a way to give them access to proper support and care for their rituals, which will still likely involve the use of dr these drugs, but in a medically safe environment. DPASS is asking citizens that if they have any potential knowledge of Cygnus activity, that they should alert a public safety officer immediately. Cygnus members are known to be dangerous and should always be taken as a threat. The, the Department of Public Safety has issued a reminder that supremacy groups will find no quarter within the territory of the CSN. Diary Entry, September 13th, 2070 AR, regarding Scrying Group. Dear Rose, this is the second time that this ragtag group of misfits I've found has been able to solve some sort of crime with me helping them scry some sort of material. Um, I, you know, I don't normally believe in fate, but something has to have drawn me here to serve this purpose. I mean, I was originally brought here to find information on Cygnus, and lo and behold, I was able to find them and able to thwart their activities, although, albeit on a somewhat minor scale. <sighs> well, anyway, I'm requesting that my current case be changed from looking into the activities of Cygnus into focusing my attention on what exactly is going on with this group. It recently came to my attention that Theron was approached by uh, Toby, that uh, DPAS sergeant that we worked with on this previous case, that public safety might actually need us for assistance in the future. What started as a group of a bunch of people that came together out of happenstance, toying with the magical book, has turned into something that local governments are actually requesting. And I'm afraid that we're not going to be able to hold up with their request, and we're going to get in all over our heads. I brought this up to Theron, who I guess is kind of now our impromptu leader, and he thankfully agrees. Uh, he said that he had ideas for the future, but I really don't know what he's thinking. I just really hope that he's not getting in over our heads. Although, I guess I really am kind of to blame for this attention. Now that public safety knows that they're getting assistance from Lokia, I think that uh, they think we're some sort of super special undercover spec ops group funded by our empire. Rather than really the truth that we're a bunch of schlubs brought together by sheer dumb luck, being helped by uh, me, a glorified pencil pusher. Oh well, maybe we'll get lucky and we'll be able to provide a, a little bit of help to the world instead of, you know, getting over our heads and getting us into major trouble. Although, you know, speaking of trouble, I'm not quite certain, but something's been bugging me about a couple members of this group of ours. I think we might be dealing with some, well, let's say, interesting folks. I have some biting feeling in my heart that we might have a couple of plane hoppers with us. You know, plane hoppers. 
I'm not exactly sure what type they are, but I'm pretty sure they're different types. I never really thought that plane hoppers, you know, were real, or that there'd be two of them within arm's reach. I'm pretty sure that, though, that they're unaware, but I think this could be the cause of some interesting situations regarding our scrying, which I'm sure we're going to have plenty in the future. Plenty of cases. Hopefully that won't get us killed. Whatever. Signing out. Your friend, Lola de Puzzlo, a.k.a. Henry Laurel. Thank you for listening to Hazeltown's story. If you'd like to get updates on this show and many other shows hosted by me, Lola de Puzzlo, you can follow at Hazeltown Story on Twitter. And if you would like to get to know me more from a personal standpoint, you can follow my personal Twitter at Lola de Puzzlo. If you would like to watch this be recorded live, you can go to twitch.tv slash loadpuzzle and follow the channel for notifications of when this show, as well as other shows like Retrorank Rhapsody, are being recorded. If you would like to add this podcast to your podcatcher of choice, you can search for WLDP Hazeltown Radio and find us on most major podcatching search engines. Or you can manually add rss.hazeltown.life to your podcatcher. Thank you for listening. And I hope you come around for the next episode.